0: Beloved, at this point of time, let us hear God's word and as we start, let us open this with a word of prayer. Magampo ta. Amang langit no. nagpasalamat mi Lord God for this beautiful time that you have given us. Salamat Lord sa imong goodness. And Lord, we are here because we want to know you even more. We want to hear from you and open our spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears, our hearts, oh God, so that your word that you want to re- reveal to us will really fit in our hearts and we can respond in your call father as we just come before you today have your way and lord as we learn from you how to experience jesus even more it is our joy today that we can learn we can discover scriptures and practical truth so that we can respond to your call thank you abba father this all we ask in jesus name amen so beloved, karon buntaga we will continue in our series Experience Jesus series. And karon na anata actually sa atong part 4 sa ato ang series. And as a little recap in our journey, we have this graph from last week, okay? So Experience Jesus. And one thing that we learned from this series is it's always a build up. As we grow spiritually mature and in every step of the way there is a decision there's an opportunity and there's a decision to take for us it is the lord that will open but it is us who will decide if we take that journey like for example before you know jesus when the lord opened to you an opportunity to know him we need to take the decision and then when we know his love god opened an opportunity to respond in loving jesus and then we have that decision, and then growing. And today, we will be talking about serving. So there's that one big question, para ka tanan, beloved. How to experience Jesus? Well, the answer is actually. We need to take the call of Jesus. And in this series, I believe nga we really learned a lot. And my prayer, if this is your first time to be with us, please check out our other series Now, from last November 8 to November 22 in our description above. Uh, today, beloved, we will focus more in how to really respond to that call to really serve Jesus. Unsaon na toong makaserve ta sa ato ang Lord and Savior, as we love Him. Now, an question, beloved, is why serve? Anong kinahanglan pa? Puwede ba nga, uh, I'll just continue to know Him, continue to love Him, continue to grow in Him. But remember that this is always a fruit from our foundation where we begin. That's why also in Mark chapter 10 verse 45, why serve? Because Jesus modeled it for us what to do. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give His life as a ransom for many. Also, sa Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40, the word of God says, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. It means that it's really Jesus or God's great commandment to love God And to love others and the way to show that we love god is to serve god and the way to show that we love others is to serve them so it's also an expression of loving god by serving other people amen so that's the two foundations why we serve that's part of our spiritual growth but today we are also being reminded in matthew chapter 6 verse 33 that above all our cares we need to seek god's kingdom we need it says in Matthew 6 33 but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness say this with me R- seek first okay that's the key words here seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness why because all these things shall be added unto you one of the key reason no Nga, nga namang mo respond in serving Him because it's a command. Seek my kingdom first. Seek my righteousness first because above all, I know that you have cares in life, you have prayers, you have needs, you have sickness, you have problems to solve but above all these things, I will be doing it. I will be d- intervening upon it but one thing that I want you to do first is seek first. What does it mean seek first? It means to make god make jesus as our priority in all areas in our life in our finances in our relationship in our job in our business in the ministry and even in our sickness trials and problems god wants to be the first in every area it seems like that it is his presence that will have the gravity that will connect us all in everyday life beloved it means it says here seek first his kingdom of god it means it doesn't just say that just seek the kingdom but seek the king that's the foundation it's relationship and not only that it says his righteousness and in the in the context of righteousness beloved this is this is talking about not our own righteousness but it is what is acceptable to god that's the meaning of seeking his righteousness and we all know that whatever we do without jesus will never be accepted To God. John 14 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is why we need to seek God's kingdom. We need to seek the King. And whatever He says to us, we want, we need to respond to it. But as we respond, we need His righteousness. His righteousness has a name. His name is Jesus. That is why it's very, very important that if you want to serve God in your life, you need to have that. Um, relationship, that personal relationship with Jesus when you accept Him and when you believe in His name. Amen? So, beloved, that's God's promise. All these things shall be added unto you if you will what? If you will just seek first His kingdom and seek Jesus. Now, what are some benefits that we have if we totally uh, just seek first the kingdom of God? Beloved, as we serve, no, as we put Christ in every area in our in our service, in everything we do with our family, with our job, with our studies among our students, and even in our work, th- these are and even in the ministry, you know, it's a church ministry. These are the three benefits that we can gain. You no, know? number one is serving allows you to grow in your relationship with God because serving Him, your your trust will be tested, your faith will be tested, your dependency in the Lord will be tested, and by that those testing, if you pass the test, your faith will be strengthened your relationship will grow the more you trust the more you put your faith and the more you depend upon him another one is serving allows you to experience joy and peace that comes from obedience you know what for others they view obeying god as a struggle but actually it's the deception of the enemy because the enemy don't want you to follow don't want you to obey god but actually there is real essence of joy, that feeling of joy and peace in your heart when against all odds, you still follow Jesus intentionally so you can experience that. And thirdly, serving allows you to experience miracles. It's really true, beloved. Me, myself, experience it. Me, myself, witness it while the servant leaders serve, when the ministry team are serving, and even other people from different um, places who are serving the Lord in ministry, in missions, in outreach, in any areas, beloved, I can hear a lot of testimony and me myself experience it, that all of us can experience God's miracles, God's faithfulness, the miracle of His faithfulness, the miracle of His provision, of His protections, of His presence, and even the miracle of His goodness all all throughout as we serve Him. So, beloved, I know that there are many, many benefits that we can have, but remember this, You serve not for the benefits. That's why it's called benefits. It means you serve the king with a right heart, with the right motive, not for the blessing, not for the benefits, but actually because of seeking him first. Because you know that Jesus modeled it, Jesus commanded it, and not only that, there's really a blessing behind it. But above all, you are not there even for the blessing. You're not there for the benefits. You are there because of your love for God your service is an expression it seems like that you inhale god's love and then you exhale god, your love for god through service it's a, it is an expression of your love for jesus love god and love people and add onto it is the benefits of serving amen now beloved we'll be answering the question how to serve jesus without burning out now you might be triggered with that word burnout for all the ministry teams, for all the ministry leaders, I believe that even pastors and church workers, we all hear that word "burnout." This is our term of being exhausted, and we are now so stressed up in the things that we do f- in the service of God. But you know what? It is really true. We can be burned out not only in the ministry. We can be burned out in our work. We can be burned out in our business. We can even be burned out in our relationships. We can be burned out in our household chores students you can be burned out by your situation right now of this module and all this um, online thing you can be burned out if you will let it come into your life remember this you can be tired you can be exhausted but being burned out is a choice that is why today i want to share to you how to serve jesus without burning out amen So, if you are excited for this, can you please just say and type Amen? Because today, we'll be um, discovering five foundations in terms of serving that will last, okay? So, set your heart. This is the point or foundation number one. If you want to serve Jesus and then you don't want to get burned out in serving Him, the very important thing is we need to set our heart. Set your heart. Can you please comment it down? Set your heart. What does it mean, set your heart? In First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or in the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Beloved, remember this. Kung kang if you really desire to serve God, remember this. It's not about your appearance. It's not about what you have. It's about your heart. The Lord really wants to determine our heart. Beloved, if you will ask me, Pastor, what is inside my heart Nga gusto ang makakita? Actually, there are four things that God wants to have a checkpoints in our heart. Number one is this a checkpoint of healing is our heart healed from what from the past brokenness bitterness pain rejection and forgiveness loss of the eyes loss of the flesh the pride of life from our failure mistakes rebellion and sin god wants first to check our heart many people got excited in serving but the enemy can attack us anytime because our heart is not healed that's why many people, maybe from, from the time that they sign up, I want to join a ministry. They got excited for the first week, for the second week, for the third week. But after three months, their passion just died down. They got discouraged. They got again hurt because the enemy has still a hold in their life. There are some doors in our life, beloved, that we open for the enemy to come in and to dine. And you know, to, to indulge ourselves from those sinful acts and habits. And the lord is telling now it's time to have an end you are being washed by the blood of christ you are you are um holy you're whole again because of god's grace and because of jesus you can stand up again and you have the authority and the power to close those doors we need to really heal our hearts beloved how's your heart do you want to serve god the real question is Kumusta heart? Naapa ba mga self-issues that you need to release in Jesus' name? If you wanna serve God, but these things makes you bothered most of the time, let us know. If you wanna help, if you need a help to release those past that you have, comment below or you can PM us because we wanna help you. We want to journey with you so that you can be released, so that you can serve. Number two, beloved, is this. Are you walking with a victorious heart every day? It's not just about being healed. Even though we are healed, there's also a tendency that the enemy can still deceive us. That even though we declare God's healing, but if our mind and heart will not settle for the victory in Christ Jesus, then what will happen to us? There will be many, many things that He can mock us, that He can deceive us again, He can make us discouraged again. But if we renew our heart, if we renew our mind, if we want to live victoriously, we can do it because we are saved by Jesus Christ. Amen? So we need to really strengthen our heart, say, I am victorious. It means you serve not to win the war. You serve because you already win. All you need to do is to claim that victory in Christ Jesus so that no one and nothing can disqualify you because you are covered with the precious blood of Jesus. Amen? Then thirdly, the question is, how's your motive? Is your heart loving? Is your heart loving God? Is that your motive? Is your heart loving people? As you serve people, you're also expressing your love for God. Beloved, the third question is, do you have a loving heart for God? It's very important to check the motive that we have. And number four, is your heart ready to be united with others? Christians because remember this serving the lord will never be just about you know about you and doing it in a superman or rambo type kind of mission your work is what it contributes to the entire family of god all over the world and you should understand that you are not alone in whatever calling that god has given you god has given you a family to hold on and to be with so that you can be empowered, encouraged, and edified in serving the Lord. Amen? So that's really the purpose why we need to really set our heart. So just ask yourself in the four questions. Is your heart healed? Are you living a heart that is victorious every day? Is your heart loving, loving God and loving people? And is your heart ready to be united with God's people who are serving Him? So, if you can answer that in whatever area you are in right now, then you can be ready in serving the Lord. So we need to set our heart. Number two foundation, beloved, is this. Engage your shape. Amen? What does it mean, engage your shape? Let's discover this. Romans chapter 12, verses 6 to 8. It says, we have different gifts, according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance to you, with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. That's Romans 12, 6-8. Now, what does it mean, engage in your shape? Beloved, all of us has a shape, right? Some says that, Ato kinabuhi, Ato kaogalingon, usahay, muraglitro ng coke, sakto, or pwede 500 ml. No, shape. But that's not the physical shape that we're looking here. It's the shape of our being. Now, to understand it even more, let me first give you truths to ponder about Romans chapter 12, verses 6 to 8. Now, notice, verse 6 says, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Now, there are three important truths that I want to share to you first so that we can understand the context in Romans chapter 12. Number one is this. We have different gifts, not just spiritual gifts at all. No, Remember, the context is, it, this is not talking, the word gift here is not only spiritual gifts. How we will know that it's not just talking about spiritual gifts. If you look at from verse 1 of chapter 12 up to the last part, this chapter talks about, humbly serving in the body of christ so the context is serving in the body of christ and love in action this word gifts here is talking about your spiritual gifts your experiences your ability your passion your everything that's why we have the word shape here i'll be discussing that later so again the first thing that we understand and ponder upon this is we have different gifts that the lord wants to give to us according to his grace Not all people can teach, not all people can prophesy, not all people. It means according to the grace that God has given to you, you can have the spiritual gifts and the possessions, the abilities, and the skills that you have right now. Now, number two is this. Each of us has different gifts given by God according to His grace, according to His purpose. And number three, we need to be faithful. We need to be humble, and we need to act upon with love in what He has called us to do. Amen? So let's discover, what does it mean to engage in our shape? Beloved, if you have the desire to really serve the Lord, you, you have these five important things. Now, again, the word serve here, um, primarily is through serving the Lord through a certain body of Christ, like a church, like a ministry. Okay, for example, kung we have different kinds of ministry. But mainly for the worship service, is we have the tech team, the I worship, the music team, the ushering team, the administrative side. We have also the bless a child campaign for the mission for the children, and all any other. We have also hobbies-oriented na mga ministry like biking, badminton. Table tennis, jogging, name it, trekking, but there are th- its really a various kind, no? And those ministries are actually being bounded because of different shape, and I'll be talking about this today. Now the five days observing, what is this five days? This is your preparation. This is how you can actually discover what are your shape. For. so for example if you have the desire to really serve the lord you just don't know where you just you just don't know how and what so try to um, ponder upon and apply this five days of serving number one discipline what does it mean discipline now discipline means to be rooted in your personal relationship with the with the father with Jesus Christ. Because the direction, the command, the revelation will not come from somebody, will not come from an opportunity, will not come from even what you like, but coming from the voice of God. When He says, serve me in this, follow Him in that. Okay? So discipline is very important because or, or else you are serving because your friend is serving in this, so I want to serve. Because the opening is here, so I will... I, I want to serve here, that's circumstantial. That's more on your relationship with other people. But what I want you to do is that you can hear God's voice. You can hear His revelation where He wants you to serve. Amen? That's going to be my joy when you serve because you know where God is telling you. But in the other side, you can also do this. You, you, you pray, you want to serve, and you want to do this, but you can also actually discover it. Now, how to discover? Discover your shape spiritual gift. What are your spiritual gifts? You might be asking that, no? Unsa kung mga spiritual gift that I have? Do you, dalit baka maluo yung mga bata? Maybe you have the gift of compassion. Do you have that innate nature to lead and to influence people? Maybe you have the, the spiritual gift of leadership. Do you have the the knowledge of the Word of God? Maybe God has given you the knowledge so that you can spread the gospel, you can share the gospel, you can make disciples, you can preach the Word of God. So, daghang kaayong classic klase-klase nga mga gift or let's say spiritual gifts but again it's not just about spiritual gifts you can also discover your heart Kane question you might say you don't have any spiritual gifts right now maybe you're a young Christian. christian but the question is do you have a passion do you have a passion for plants it can be a ministry plantito ug plantita do you have a passion for sports like biking it can be a ministry you can join or you can start one do you have a passion for cooking it can connect more people and you know it can become a place where people can eat and you know become a a guest, a, a, a host for your guests to come and you can share christ to them it's going to be a ministry through food through relationship and there are many many more our ministry is not just being you know, lock in into the four walls of our worship areas, like all those, iTech, iSWAT, iWorship, iKids, and all those. Those are good ministries. Those are prime ministry, especially when we gather together as a church. But there are all many, many more, even like the skills of abilities like carpentry. Okay? Maybe you can tutor math or science or English. Those things can be used for the glory of God. Even your personality. There are many types of personality but two main are introvert and extrovert. Your imong pagka-introvert can be used for the glory of God. Ang imong pagka-extrovert can be used for the glory of God. It can be done. You might be telling right now, I don't have passion. I don't have abilities. I, I don't know about my personality right now. You know what? Letter E. Ask yourself, unsang mga area ang naakay-experiences? Naka-experience ba ka nga na heartbreak? If naka ka na, then naka-recover ka by the grace of God, you are the best person who can understand and minister sa mga broken pog relationship. naka ka sa una o addiction sa gambling, sa vices, and many more. And then by the grace of God, you are being healed and restored. Ikaw ang pinaka-the best person who can understand and minister to those people who are struggling right now. Have you tried nga ma-depress? Kaayo, depression strikes in your life, and by the grace of God, nakarecover ka, you are the best person that God can use to minister to those who are depressed and lonely right now. Beloved, all your experiences are not accident. It is God's way of preparing you to minister to others. So I want to encourage you, you can screenshot this, reflect upon it, you can actually write down. In our class LAMP 301, we have an assessment for all people who will join that class. But of course, before you can go to LAMP 301, you need to have the foundations in LAMP 101 and so 201. That's why I want to encourage you, if you want to discover your shape, better sign up now for Lump 101 class para start na kasi journey and makaabot ka sa LAMP 301 where you can discover your shape and move forward. Okay? Now the sec uh, the third one after you discover, for example, ability, I want to start a ministry or join a ministry because I have the ability to sing. What to do? Just deploy. Really, pastor? As easy as that? Deploy? Yes. Commit, and then just do your thing. Sing, for example, praise and worship. Why? Because in the world it says you need to be developed first, you need to be trained first, you need to do this, to do that, and that. The right? a world. But in the Lord, you know what? It's ballet. Walk first before God will teach you how to walk well. That's that's what we call faith. That's what we call trust. That's what we call dependency. Gusto ang ginoo nga when we serve Him, dili tungod kay self-sufficient ta. Gusto ang ginoo nga dependent niya nga muragbata. He wants us to really trust Him. He wants us to depend upon Him. He wants, muna i-enjoy sa ito nga nagtagpag salig ta nagwalk ta in trust, in faith, and in dependency as we serve Him. Because kabalu if that's our heart, we can what? Give back all the glory and honor. And we cannot compare the works of our hand to other people, to other ministry. We cannot sit say to ourselves, lahi, yun mi, nga ministry, kaingunani, Judmi. Because it's not about you. It's not about us. It's about God's grace. Because of your trust and faith and dependency, o ang hang makita sige is ang goodness sa ginoo, ang faithfulness sa gino- ang grace sa Ginoo nga mo nag uphold nimo while you are leading a ministry or while you are serving in a certain ministry beloved deploy first and once you deploy yourself there are two things that you need to do time to time evaluate especially if you bago pa lang ka, what to do if this is your if you are new no and then you're just testing if dili na mo fit imo, ha, please don't hesitate to say to your ministry led- leader delete din ako ni fit okay you can go to another one you pray and then try never stop trying until makita kung asa jud ang imong heart okay now what if you you join and kabalo nga this is really your passion this is your heart and na fit imong ability what to do please don't be stuck nako unsa imong pagsulod after 5 years Maura po ng imong knowledge. What I want to suggest to you is level up. Do the extra mile. Do a personal goal for yourself. How to get close to God while I am in this ministry. How to get well in my skills, in my abilities, in my passion, in my spirituality, in my personality as i being molded in the certain leadership tasks or ministry tasks that I have in the ministry beloved do the extra mile you know for example i want I, I i want my passion is guitar i want to worship god and serve god through guitar then don't just get stuck there i know nga karon daghan pwede ka mag online class pwede ka mag youtube pwede ka maka research to develop your skills for the glory of god because our aim is excellence for him but first we need to deploy our our first and then we need to develop where we fitted sa ministry. And lastly, the kaay yung mga ministry, uh, five years na sila, ten years na sila, maybe makadawat na sila, loyalty award, but the real success in leadership, the real success in the ministry, is not to stay there, but to multiply yourself there. Amen? That's what we call disciple. My prayer for you, if you're a leader of a ministry right now, have you prayed na ba? na ba specific person? Naanaba kay gikasan sa vision nga, hey, I wanna walk with you, I wanna invest my life with you, I wanna disciple you because I want you to be part of this ministry soon. I see a potential in you are you a ministry member and then do you have the heart to reach out other people say i see your potential and you can be used here i want to invite you i want to disciple you you might be asking right now how to disciple pastor first you cannot give what you don't have so go back to number one you can disciple them by building up their discipline their relationship with god here's say ictus we have d life and d group so one-on-one man or small group we You can cater those people. Number two, disciple them through discovering their shape. Now, how you do it? Then just journey with them. Discover Disciple them by deploying them and then developing them, encourage them, and then train them. Don't stop there in developing, but train them to make disciple as well. Amen? So in that way, mas mudaghantang ang mga servants sa ginoo. That's how to really, th- those are the five D's principle of serving. And in discovery, check your spiritual gift, your heart, your abilities, your personality, and your experiences. I hope nga nakakita na taron ug way no or open ug mga nga window where you can have an opportunity to serve God. Beloved, if you don't have a church for now and you're just watching this video or this worship service that we have this online worship service, I wanna encourage you. Comment below if you want. If you have the heart to really serve, just comment below. I want to serve. We will journey with you from disciplines, in discovering, deploying, developing, and even discipling. We want to journey with you. Especially in our online team, we need more people to be with us. So, if you have the heart to serve, you have internet, you have cell phone, you have a laptop, then you can if you are not from Dumaguete. But if you are from Dumaguete, we can even journey together even more. Especially, we have community impacts, engagement, we have our uh, physical worship service, and there are many things that we can do together in our ICTO satellites. And, you know, there are many, many things, beloved. So, I want to encourage you comment below, I want to serve, and our online team will respond to it. Okay? Now, let's go to our third point rest in Jesus. What does it mean? In serving without burning out, one of the key things in refreshing and recharging is actually resting in jesus it's not about resting physically but resting spiritually let's let's dig in okay the the first one is why we need to rest in jesus because jesus modeled it after he had dismissed them he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray this is one of jesus way in you know, after a very big ministry, Jesus will withdraw. Just like, for example, this context, Matthew 14, feeding of the thousand. He withdraw himself and then just be with the Lord to, re- to rest and recharge. And then not only Jesus modeled it, there are many situations and instances in the Bible, but also Jesus instructed it. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30. Are you serving right now? Maybe in your family, in your job, in your business, in the ministry, and you feel tired? What is Jesus' instruction? Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke on you and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my load is not hard to carry. Amen ba? Beloved, kung gikapoy ka, puy di rajun mo pahuway. Amen? But pahuway nga sakto. If you are tired, you can rest, but rest right. Amen? Say this with me, rest right. Comment it down below. Rest right. Now, you might be asking, how to rest right? What does it mean to really rest right? So, if you will look at it, beloved, resting right is is this. The real root cause of tiredness. Listen. The real cause of tiredness is not the things surrounding us. It's spirituality. Okay, It's your spirituality. The real the real issue in terms of you're tired sometimes you get tired even you don't know wh- what's the cause of your tiredness right sometimes you feel like you're just tired what's the real root cause it's spirituality you can have lots of reason but all those are just fruits from the real root cause the real root cause is what spirituality look at matthew 11 28 to 30. come to me all of you who are weary and burdened i will give you rest it means jesus telling jesus understand people can, you know, dali raka ayong makapoy. And, you know, Jesus knew that the real issue is not the soul, the mind, emotion, and will. But sometimes, that's the thing. Those are the areas where we can feel our will is tired. We don't want, we don't have interest in activities. Our emotion is tired. We feel sad and lonely. And then our mind is tired. We feel depressed. Our body is tired. We feel like we're sick. Murat na magka-COVID. Right? But the real thing, Those are just fruits of the real issue. The real issue is what? Look at the text. It's spirituality. That's why Jesus reminding us what to do. Jesus said, John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. What does it mean, beloved? Jesus reminding us, if you remain in me and I in you you will bear much fruit. What is the reminder? You can be tired, you can be exhausted, but to be burned out is a choice. Why? Because if we keep our what? Our dependency, if we keep connected and remain in the vine in the in the vine, Jesus Christ It says you will bear much fruit but apart from me you can do nothing that's why the problem is spirituality the problem is our intimacy the problem is our connectivity with the real source of the strength that we need i'm not talking here about salvation i'm talking here about the source of our strength amen that is why sometimes we get tired we don't know sometimes we feel we're depressed we don't know sometimes we feel lonely and sad we don't know because the problem is not the soul, the mind, will, emotion. The problem is not the body. The problem is spirituality. So what to do now? You know what? I have a story to tell you. From the past, no, last na ng uh, solitude, I, I, I really love, this is how I gained strength for pila na ka years, like five years na siguro nga Na, this is how I I overcome my stress I overcome my challenges in the mind in emotion in will in my physical body I really have the discipline of you know and we love this we love John and I really love this to go out once a week to a solitude prayer and fasting and silence and after tong nagka covid of course we don't have the choice but to just be here sa balay atong ECQ days, and then to really focus on preaching the gospel, first 42 days after, pag ingon, okay, ECQ nandung magyate, first 42 days, Every night I preach the word, so it's really challenging in my mind, in my emotion, in my in my will, even the body slept sleepless night and tanana. And then I thought, na after 40 days, okay na the adjustment going on. And then after ato ni na ang MGCQ. so we need to have the online and then the conventional. And really, it's really a wild roller coaster ride. Right? But by the grace of God, the joy of the Lord is our strength. But you know what? Lately, just last week. I feel this kind of heavy heart that I don't know where it comes from. I check my devotion; it's okay. I check my soul care. Like after nag mgc you na, so one of my refreshing part that will refresh my soul and my body is to go out and overnight, have an overnight, and then that's that's it, and then go back to work, and then fitness like biking and all that, and then friends with you know fellowship. But you know what? I realize why still that I I almost have this kind of like a heavy heart. And I realized, I thought that maybe the Lord wants me to really have first time. So I tried overnight, and during that time, God rebuked me. And he said, Jovin, you've been searching how to relieve your stresses, your emotional um, stress, your mental stress, your will stress, and even physical stress. But all these things you're doing is just for the soul. What's really the problem is, spiritual. I want you to dig deep. I want you to gain strength again. Because I have something for you. Great things. But I want you to be aligned in your source again. And you know what? That's last Monday. Last Monday and then Tuesday, I go home. And then during that time na si sa balay, we talk after I niabot ko. And then we have the same conviction. God is calling us back in the way we have our spiritual strengthening again. And so, Thursday, we block our schedule, we go out, we go to somewhere where we really want to really have our solitude, prayer, fasting, and silence. Food. And then you know what happened? It's really true. The problem is not about the tiredness. The problem is spirituality. And we praise and thank God, wala about nga ma-stress namin, nga mo-burst out namin sa emotion, ma-negative na mong panglantaw sa mga tao, man, ma-negative na mong lantaw sa mga situation. We just praise God nga. It's still God's grace. And nindot yun ang mo-respond ta tayo quickly kung una i-conviction ang ginawa. So among ibuhat, we respond quickly. And we praise and thank God. God is telling us, "Maone ang kulang sa inyo ha. Ni MGCQ na lang, last August pa. Pero inyong, wala yun mo kasulay nga you go out even though places are open and you can go anywhere with all the safety protocols of course, but wala ninyo ni buhata. Mas gipili ninyo ang to rest in soul care and body care than the spiritual. And I praise and thank God nga wala niyabot nga magkaproblema ko si Jonah sa relationship, magkaproblema sa ministry, the people, and the circumstances, which is really challenging right now. Pero, God is aligning us. And you know what's the the blessing? Because we we obey the Lord, the vision for Ictus dumagete is being confirmed and affirmed because of that one moment of with the Lord. Amen? So, are you excited for the vision of the church from 2021 go into the future? I hope that soon ako na siyang i-share sa inyo. Okay? But the point here is this. Unsa mong mga na-learn during that time? You know, we have this what we call... Um, fast. Manit basic na mo nga ginabuhat ni Jonah when we want to draw strength from the Lord. Pray, fast, silence, solitude. We can pray at home. We can fast. We can have solitude probably pero because of the tao activity sa balay, dagang buluhat Medyo challenging ang solitude and silence. But you need to withdraw yourself from asang a place nga makabuhat ka ana. So beloved, I hope nga uh, makarealize ta ana but also, I hope nga these things can also give you an enlightenment. What to do if stressed out na ka? What to do if dali na ka, ayok kang mainit ang ulo? What if murmur na lang and grumbling na lang? What if puro na negative umakita sa mga tao? What if puro na lang mga reklamo sa kinabuhi, sa family, sa work, sa job, sa ministry? It means there's something wrong in your spirituality. And God is telling you, anak, alit na ko. ra ka na-exhausted Come to me, all of you who are tired. Amen? Now, beloved, remember, there's always a big relationship between spirit, soul, body, connection that God wants you to align first with the Spirit because apart from Him, you can do nothing. No matter how you care your mind, no matter how you care your emotion, no matter how you care your will, no matter how you care your body, but you still get tired, you still murmur, you still grumble, it seems like everything is negative yet in this world that you're living and even in your family or in your workplace, ministry, whatever, because your spirit is not aligned. Beloved, if you, are, if you experience going out for a solitude, silence, prayer, and fasting, when was the last time? And how are you today? If God is calling you to go out, do it quickly. Blessings are waiting for you. Amen? Now, beloved, remember that we do prafas. Say this with me, prafas. (laughs) So, ako araning personal term of pray, fast, solitude, silence, okay? Can you please comment it down below? Prafas. Beloved, listen to this. You do prafas when you are preparing and responding to God's call to serve. Just like now, our topic. Do prafas. You need to do prafas when you are on the move in serving God. You need to do prafas when you are down and discouraged while you are serving you need to do prafas when you need strength and direction. You need to do prafas when you need to repent from any sin, issues, or strongholds in life. You need to do prafas when you are waiting for God's confirmed blessing. When You need to do prafas when you are waiting for a breakthrough or answer to your prayers. Remember, beloved, this is our mindset. You are not doing this because you are struggling already you are doing preface you are praying fasting solitude and silence for prevention that you will struggle especially when you are serving many people today struggle in serving even to the point that even though they know their purpose but they feel like they are wandering and they don't know their purpose you know why it's not about the circumstances we're facing challenges every day we're the same we have problems we are testing with trials it's our connectivity with our Creator we need to pray fast solitude and silence and my prayer not for first aid but for preventive and we can continue to be sharp focus in serving the Lord beloved I want to share to you my personal reflection about this part okay number one is this spiritual care is different from soul care Again, spiritual care is different from soul care let me explain it spiritual care is about doing spiritual disciplines that refreshes and recharges you in God's presence. It's between you and God, okay? That's between you and the Lord. So, like prayer, fasting, solitude, silence, these are the things that it's between you and the Lord, okay? Number two, soul care is about things you do that pleases God. It, it means it's God glorifying, and it recharges and refreshes your mind, emotion, or will. And also, it has a direct benefit in your physical body. You can do it alone or with other people. Why? Because it's for yourself. So sometimes, being surrounded with people is good for you. Or for others, they just want to be alone. It's good for them. Beloved, what are some examples of soul care? Uh, example lang is, you wanna go biking, so direct benefit sa body, but also sharp ka sa imong mental, sa imong emotion, you are recharged in your will and maybe um, hanging out with friends through over coffee so relationally emotionally you're being recharged and all that reading books so whatever activities that's for your soul care that's for you okay so you can do it alone or with other people so you can do that that's soul care many people focus in the soul care but they forget the spiritual care beloved if you want not to be stressed out, not to be burdened in serving the Lord in a ministry, we need to have spiritual care. The balance between spiritual and soul body care is very, very important. Okay? Now, remember that when things get uneasy sometimes remember it's God's call for you to draw near to him sometimes wala na hitabo just like me wala may iyong nahitabo yun nga dako kaayo pero murag nalay heaviness and during that time if naimrog an uneasy time with you and in your walk with the Lord if wala mafigure out nga problem maybe that is also a call nga hey you need to do an intimate spiritual care between you and me. I want to align you. I want to pour out to you my vision, my blessing, my my direction for your life. And do it, beloved. And do it quickly. All right. Para diyot mo complicate sa imong everyday nga mga buhat. So for those people who already undergo solitude and fasting, prayer and silence, and then it's been a long time na wala ka Please don't depend in your ministry team. Don't depend in your D group. Do it alone. I want to encourage you. I want to give you that encouragement. I want to push you to do that. Why? Because you might miss great things that God has prepared for you. That you and the Lord only. So do it. And then balance your soul care and body care with your spiritual care. Amen? So I hope that it helps. Okay? Labi na sa mga ministry, mga galid o mga ministry teams with people. Sometimes we get exhausted. Sometimes we get, you know, heavy in heart. Ang kulang radein is spiritual care. So, go out, take time, take a break, and nourish your spiritual life. Now, beloved, another thing that I want to share with you, the, the fourth point in terms of how to serve God without burning out is letter V stands for value people above anything else. You know, in the ministry, in serving God, this is always about putting people above anything else above plans above targets above deadlines above above anything you know what this is about putting people the people that we serve because that's what jesus is doing and also in philippians chapter 2 verses 3 to 5 it says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility what to do value others above yourselves so when you serve others it's not about who you are your position your rank your background it's all about other people that they will see christ remember this jesus christ in a plain human being he lived as an ordinary not a, not a very high high status kind of life and he served the lowly he served the poor but he is the king of kings and the lord of lords in heaven right so not looking to your own interest but each of you to the interest of the others In your relationships with one another have the same mindset as christ jesus with one another as we serve we need to be a family with one another as we serve other people we need to put them above us that's why here in Ictos it is our prayer for all the ministry team we serve for other people not because we just want it but because we want to put other people above us because that's what we call ministry serving with joy and gladness. Beloved, if you are a leader in a corporate or maybe in your job, in your business, or maybe in your home, right? Like father, mother, remember this. This is really also applicable. In in John Maxwell's the, the Five Levels of Leadership, this is very important if you are a servant, okay, you are a ministry team, or you are a servant leader or a team leader of a certain ministry team. This is very important to understand how we move like what John Maxwell has given us in terms of servant leadership. Number one is this. I I just want to share this to you so that we can have uh, a, a clear mindset. Number one is position. This is the lowest level of leadership. It means it's about rights. People follow because they have to. Wasalit choice, but they have to. Kaya kung ko, kung ano, kung di na ako ni Buhaton, ma-out ko. Kung di na ako ni Buhaton, kung sa work pa, di ko masulduan, makik-off ko, ma-fard ko. So, ako'y choice, but I need to do it. That's the most uh, pinaka-low kind of leadership or servanthood. Number two is this, permission. It's about relationship. People follow because they want to. Maybe layhan sila sa ministry a biking. That's why they follow. That's why they join. But it's because of they want to. Then, that's why they obey and they follow the leadership and you serve with them. Number three, it's production. It, it, It talks about results. People follow because of what you have done for the organization. Maybe as a leader right now, people see your... Track record and they want and they're inspired and they want to move with you. That's what we call result. People follow because what you've done for the organization. Number four is this people development. We call it reproduction. People follow because of what you have done for them. Because they are touched, you touch their lives, because you journey with them. That's why they walk with you and serve with you. But what one thing that God wants from us is this the pinnacle. We call it the respect. People follow because of who you are. It means Christ likeness is in you and what you represent. Beloved, in Ictus Dumagete, this is also my encouragement, and this is where we stand, and this is where and what I desire for all the future ministry teams, ministries that will be birthing, and ministries that will be going, um, you know, serving in the community, that all of us, who you are, we are just being, what? Saved by the grace of God. And what you represent, it's not Ictus dumagete. It's not your company. It's not your business. It's not your family name. It's Jesus Christ. We represent, we are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. And in every step of the way, we need to what? We need to do what God wants us to do. Amen? So, I hope that you, you can screenshot this and reflect upon asa ng level of leadership at home work business and even in the ministry and pray that you can be at the top number five the pinnacle people follow because who you are and what you represent amen so last point beloved the last letter of the word serve is letter e embrace grace as you keep serving you know as we serve there will be challenges there will be testing you, we get tired, we get exhausted. But this is God's promise. Embrace grace every day so that you can be recharged. Embrace grace as your foundation, as your anchor in serving the Lord. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. This is God telling us today. As he told Paul about this, that even say challenges in the ministry, in the church planting movement, in his time, but he says in my weaknesses, God's power is at work because of the sufficiency of God's grace in his life. Beloved, let's be like Paul. Kitatanan, I pray now, kung naamoy mga problema sa pagserve sa family, sa workplace, sa imuhang business, and sa ministry, don't look at it as a discouragement, but cling into God's power because God's sufficiency of grace is available for you. Amen? Beloved, that is my prayer for you that you, you can actually unlock serving without burning out if you, what? First, you yourself, ikaw ng triangle, you show Christ-likeness by knowing Jesus, loving Jesus, growing in Jesus, and in growing Jesus, you keep the balance, no? Wala ka nag-focus, kay ka worship, all is worship, all is evangelism because you want to reach the laws, but maintain the balance of the five purposes as again ang five purposes the great commandment and the great commission that's gonna be that's that will keep us the balance of our spiritual growth and as we serve if we balance it with loving god knowing god growing in the lord and in jesus we can serve without burning out beloved my prayer for you that starting today you can have this picture of a disciple of jesus that you can serve without burning out. So again, how to serve Jesus without burning out? Can we read together? Ready, begin. Set your heart, engage in your shape, rest in Jesus, value people above anything else, and embrace grace as you keep serving. So beloved, my prayer for you again, if now you have unlocked the principles in how to serve God without being burned out, if you are a leader, Remind your ministry team. Discuss this message with your ministry team. Make it sure that your ministry team have watched this video or hear this sermon. Number two, if you are a um, part of a ministry team, do you feel discouraged? Sometimes you are being distracted and deceived by the enemy. What to do? Now you know the foundations, apply it in your life. Maybe ang kulang nato ito, mo already ay. And if you are young in your relationship with the Lord, and maybe right now you've realized you've been a a Christian, you're so proud, you're a 5-year-old Christian, 10-year-old Christian, but not yet serving the Lord, and you might be, um, right now you have this um, realization, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go. Welcome to Ictus Dumagete. We would like to serve with you. Just comment below, I want to serve, or chat us directly because we want to facilitate again. In the ministry kingdom of God, great is the harvest, but the harvest harvesters are few. We need more people to be equipped so that we can expand and spread the gospel quickly and widely for the glory of God. Amen? So, just PM us below. Beloved, I hope and pray that these things, no? set your heart, engage in your shape, rest in Jesus, value people above anything else, and embrace grace as you keep serving. These five important biblical foundations are important that as you serve, you can last long. So now, beloved, let's bow down our head and pray as we close this message. Abba Father, we thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and privilege today. hear your word i know it's a big chunk of your word but lord help us to learn more and listen more in what you really want us to do with our life today father thank you for all the foundations and our prayer is that we will continue to grow in knowing jesus in loving jesus in growing in jesus and serving jesus lord thank you for this beautiful message of yours and lord we receive it with love and grace And we want to bring back all the glory and praises and honor. Abba Father, work in our lives. Come now, work in us, and we want to serve you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.